whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everyone. Today, my mom and I are here with Jessica Ferrugia, the design director at Cynthia Rowley. And today we're going to be talking about their creative process. So maybe we could start out just by asking you guys probably your most frequently asked question, which is where do you get your inspiration? You mean my most dreaded question? That we can never answer. (laughs) Well, first of all, we've worked together for a really, really, really long time. My whole life. Yeah. And I always say I'm only half a brain because Jessica's the other half. I feel the same way. (laughs) And it's really like... it. Sometimes it gets crazy. Like I can't move forward until I just... I don't, yeah, it's like, it doesn't. Well, like the funny thing is when somebody else, one of the other designers on the team will ask a question, like, what do you think about this print or this fabric? And I'll give my answer. And then like separately, maybe 20 minutes later, Jessica asks them, hey, what about that print, blah, 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 and gives them the exact same direction. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not always. It's good because there's checks and balances. Yeah. And you know. and we do have, a, we do sometimes have a difference of opinion. So I think it, yeah, I it's, think good. it's a good compliment to each other. But I think the question of inspiration is one that's almost impossible to answer. And, you know, kind of very timely right now since we just finished uh, showing our neck, our spring collection. And, you know, it's really like the core of what we do and yet the most elusive question to answer because it's I mean, never, it never comes from one place. Exactly. It comes from so many places. So it's impossible to pinpoint and, and just give like a short answer. It's, but is there, are there any platforms or sources that you guys look to, to find inspiration like whether it be photos or like do you look on Instagram do you use Pinterest do you use magazines like I think the big thing the big uh point to make in that you know when thinking about that question is like I don't think we ever just sit down and go okay let's get inspired right now right you know it's really just the way you live your life yeah And, and I think it comes more from like an internal source which is I don't, yeah, it just, it's like kind of what you're feeling. And it can't what you, be taught. I don't, I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. It, I don't think so. Yeah. It's like, right. Don't you just get like feelings for things? And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's like a sixth sense or something. It's, yeah. It is like, I mean, a you feeling. are influenced by things you see, places you go, travel and art. And I think that always plays a part. But yeah, I think the ideas, like the, the really good ones, I think they come from within. Yeah. Well, I think also, you know, we're lucky to have worked together for a long time because a lot of things are an evolution, you know? So it might be, 
you know, something that we did last season or a few seasons. This morning we were looking at Resort 20. Well, it's fall 2014, and that resort is a little bit older, I think. 2012 or something. I don't know, and it looks so good. And so, like, we're thinking, you know, we have this, like, library also to sort of, like, go back on and go, like, oh, yeah, that was really cool. Like, how can we evolve from that? And that's part of, you know, I guess when you're in a creative business, you want to have that magic combination of staying true to yourself and yet totally experimenting and trying something that has never been done before. So like you, you can't like abandon what you you've already done. Built, yeah. Built. Yeah. yeah. But you have to completely reinvent it. And I would say like every show we yeah. reinvent the wheel, which is kind of yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it's great to be looking at the archives because it's like, this is, you know, where the the brand came from and it's finding that thread through, you know, the whole brand and, and History, finding that yeah. brand identity. Um, that runs through as you're, you know, creating new shows and and things that fit into the or challenge the current trends in fashion. Well, I think like as a, you know, creative person, I feel like we would have a tendency to just like abandon what we did last time and like, let's do something completely different and right, you kind of can't do yeah, that. Yeah, because you feel like you're... <laughs> you're over it. You want to try something completely new, but you know, you always have to think of the customer and, you know, and what's selling and, and all that, you know, business stuff. The the <laughs> combat, the balance of art and commerce. Yeah. Do you think that is how you really create a truly ageless brand? Oh, that's good. <laughs> wow. Drop the mic. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, I think we always think, <laughs> about women and like how to make them feel good. And I don't think we ever have an age in mind. So it's more just about, right? Well, we're different ages, right? very different. And I guess it's just, you want to make something that makes people feel confident and Mm -hmm. happy and- Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. Cheery and adventurous. Celebratory and and, yeah. (laughs) Celebratory, good one. We had a model in our show mm-hmm. this season who is 57 yeah. and killed it. She was so yeah, beautiful. She, yeah. She was, she looked so good in the dress that we had tried on numerous, you know, 20 something <laughs> year olds. Yeah. But it looked, it, it was, yeah, such a great moment. I, I mean, I, I don't really think about age. Yeah. I don't either when I, when we design. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. But I'm also talking about like not only the age of the customer, but the agelessness of the brand, like its longevity and how how to stay true to the brand, but also, you know, reinvent the wheel. Is that how you create like agelessness in a brand? Meaning that, you know, you could look back at the archives from 2012 and they could still be slight, like maybe parts of it could still be relevant now. 
But it's, I think to stay ageless, you have to keep reinventing. Don't you think? I don't know. What do you think? I think, I, I mean, personally, I think it's about creating timeless looks rather than reinvention all the time and mm. thinking about like going outside of the box all the time. I think it's more about like creating pieces that will stand the test of time. Yeah. And like, do you want to wear that? Or like, do you, yeah. And I think also like fashion is, is changing more. And I think that, you know, with the real, real, I could find a bag that's from 2010 and wear it now. And it's, could still be relevant, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's like thinking about those things because I think people are buying stuff that they want to wear for a long time or they want to sell eventually Mm -hmm. and have somebody else wear for a long time. So it's thinking about like not going exactly with like the super trendy pieces of the time. But yeah, that, but then, then I think the thing that makes something sort of timeless might be that it's an original idea. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it's all subjective, but I think like what we just kind of do what we do. And I think you can see the common thread throughout the years. And so that, you know, kind of makes it like a CR signature, you know, item. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to hear, like, I think that people, you know, feel like it stands the test of time because that's a really big compliment. Can we talk about some crazy stuff that we've done on the runway and and things like that? Because also the creative process isn't just the clothes. It's the presentation and how the world sees the clothes. And so when we design a collection or anything, really, you have to think about the story that goes along Mm -hmm. with it and what, what story are we telling with this? So... You know, it's not just buying the dress, it's buying into the the lifestyle. Yeah. And so, like, in order to put that story out there, you know, we, like in the case of a runway show, we will, we have to think about the set and the models and the hair and makeup and the, um, the venue and the music and... How to build the set ourselves. No. <laughs> the execution of the set. And I, I mean, ultimately, I think the thing about a runway show is like, if you're going to ask people to come to your party, for lack of a better word, you should do something that's going to be entertaining. Like, I'm sorry, but it's not enough to just put the clothes on girls and have them walk in a straight line, you know? It's really like, I think you have to create an energy and create some sort of... Atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That depicts the brand well, also. Like, I mean, you guys will should talk about the show that you just did, but I think that, you know, a lot of the people that I knew who went or saw it on Instagram. Um, I got so many DMs after being like, this show is so true to not only your mom's brand, but also her lifestyle. And like this lifestyle that you guys both live, which is about adventure and, 
you know, fun and Mm -hmm. yeah. And having fun. So I think that that spirit should be in a runway show. It shouldn't just be focused on the models wearing the clothes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We we, have to put it on. Yeah. I mean, we've done some crazy things. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have, can you, did you block it out of your mind or? Well, there was the, the wall of candy glass that, um, almost decapitated the model, but, um, the model like busted through. (laughs) She kicked through the glass. That was the opening of the show. The model like karate kicked like through the glass and, and then, then there was stomped like this, on the broken glass yeah. all the way down the runway. But then there was a giant shard. Remember that? Yeah. Like hanging and um, but swung it was, down like a guillotine. Yeah. Yeah. It was close. Um, what about, uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, what? Oh, what about the feathers? We were like, okay, we want to create this dreamy pillow fight it'll be like a giant pillow tons fight and tons of feathers like everywhere. a snow like, globe with yeah, feathers like piles and piles and mountains of feathers and i think we we must have like bought all the feathers white feathers in the u.s because we couldn't have them shipped in because of wildlife and i don't know there was some kind of like thing with outside the u.s i remember so. I, I think i made a funny like just instagram story where i was like coughing and a fe- yeah. feather came out Popped or out. yeah we were finding <laughs> feathers for nose. like months after that show yeah yeah well they yeah. did it at the studio yeah. space that they were at at the time and i remember like just for months and months after the show there was literally feathers like at someone's You'd desk. be like at a meeting yeah. and there'd be like one feather dropping from the mezzanine. <laughs> be like, where is it? why are they still here? But there was a drop cloth. Oh, show. the drop cloth. Yeah, that was crazy. There was like a giant drop cloth that we had suspended um, to the ceiling. Like 70 was, feet in the air. Yeah, and it was like as long as the runway. It was huge. And right, Cynthia's dream was so right before the first girl walked out, the drop cloth would like float down like a dream and she would like just- Like a big sheet, <clears throat> bed sheet, yeah. land and she, directly and on the runway. first girl. And then <laughs> I remember like minutes before we were about to go, like people were like, you can't do this because- Begging, begging, yeah, begging her. And she's- Please don't it. send you're the so models You're so good out. under pressure. Cause I feel like I would have been like, okay, I would have- Like you're like, no, we're doing it. And they're like, <laughs> you can't do this. It's not going to land the right way. And- it could land on the audience and it was I mean, could you imagine if that drop cloth went <laughs> off like just a off little track, to the right, a little to the left? And the whole like front row it was like, got like covered in a giant canvas. No, you're like, we're doing it, do it. And then like the music started. It it was like it just flawless. happened. It was With so people beautiful. Still, still begging like, me yeah. at the top show start to stop. It's a few moments like that <laughs> i know you guys stopped doing runway shows for a while and we're doing presentations mostly what do you think about that whole trend and and maybe the future what the future might hold I, think, I mean there's like nothing like a runway show it's like so exciting and and it's like live so everything has to go perfectly and all the you know it's it's like such a production and like right the feeling you get when it's like before and it's just like the best but I mean the photo shoots I think like you still get like an amazing image that you can't get from a runway show it's just about this and the images kind of live on longer than 
I mean, that's the crapshoot with yeah. a runway show. Like the reason why we sort of stopped was because I think the audience was changing, you know, definitely for the better and yeah. opening up to like a bigger audience. And we love when, uh, you know, influencers and of course, a larger demographic, a larger mm-hmm. demographic is there. And, and so it was changing, but we also realized like the end, you know, the end product of a runway show are the photographs. So then we were like, why would you basically tell the models to run past the photographer and hope you get a good shot? So that's still the case. Like when you have a runway show, like, you know, the dress is stuck between her legs or some, you know, the dresser didn't button some, you know, it's, you you never, you know, you never know what you're going to get, but, and the, the photo shoots, you know, you can go to like amazing locations and, you know, capture things that, you know, because you spend all this time making this collection and then it basically, it's like 10 minutes down the runway and then you get what you get, you know, but, you know, obviously you can shoot it later and stuff, but those are the pictures that kind of everyone sees. So, yeah, you know, it's cool that you have the ability in a photo shoot to like all that hard work and then you get to like make it perfect. Right. Or but like, then that's the whole thing about a runway show. Yeah. It's like, I like the imperfection. Right. I yeah. like that. It's like you get to see everybody's photographs from it you know you get to see everything that yeah gets that's posted. true like so many different angles and, and yeah yes sometimes if there is something that like mm-hmm. gets messed up it's just that's real life mm-hmm. you know and i think it's like real life isn't perfect and so mm-hmm. a runway show embrace the imperfection should embrace <laughs> yeah so why did you start doing runway shows again it seemed easier i, I asked myself <laughs> that question <laughs> Every time we do it, (laughs) when we're there till midnight, like still fitting models the night before. No, Um, I don't know. I think we just like, it's just, yeah, I think again, it's just like a, right? You just have the entertainment aspect of it. Like, it's like it was time again to, yeah. I think it's the, the energy of it. I mean, I don't think, you know, like a runway show versus a presentation versus, you know, a uh, happening. No, I think it's like, I think runway shows in a way are a little old fashioned. And, you know, I think we just have to keep trying new things mm-hmm. and trying to reinvent Giving the people format. an experience. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So for younger designers or people who are interested in the process, maybe you guys could, run through like how a collection comes from an idea into an actual product and then to a runway show. And then to our e-com. Yeah, And exactly. then to real life. Well, like where, step one. Yeah, step <laughs> one. Okay, step one is, it's unfortunately starts like the yeah. day after you present a collection. The yeah. next day you start thinking about Next collection. Next collection. Yeah. But it's better that way, though. I think so, too, because it's, yeah, it's just more organic. Like, I don't, like, force myself. Do you ever, you know, it's always like, you know what we should do next time? Or, or, you know what I want? Or, you know what? Yeah, it's just like that. And I think it just starts, like, with a conversation like that. Yeah, that's true. That is how we start. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Or have you, you know, seen, like, we, Mm -hmm. we... we were just looking at a book. Carlos Mota has a mm-hmm. new book. 
That's so beautiful, so beautiful yeah. interior book that is just like the colors and the, it's, yeah, it really, you start collecting like, right. We just oh, start collecting. Like I, like I, I, like I made a, um, what are we going on? Fall 2020 20. folder. Like I made it months ago. Cause I just start putting things in there. Like as I go. Yeah. And then like, you know, then you look and you're like, oh yeah, you know, maybe it doesn't turn into anything, but I think you just start collecting and talking. And then that's how, that's how we start anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then thinking about, we, I guess color story is important. Like right. what are the, like what colors are you feeling? And it's, it sounds kind of crazy, but it really is just feelings. Mm-hmm. Like we don't use any services or trend reports or no. it's really just like a feeling. And that is inexplicable in a way. I yeah. Think. I don't really know where it comes from. <laughs> Right, like, like we do. Yeah. What, like, what color are you thinking about for next fall? Like, you name some colors, and then I'll name some. Okay, colors. like a burnt orange, like a rusty kind of. Totally, really. I was you feel like say that? that? Yeah. I also like, and and all those warm, like goldy, yeah, yellows, yeah. yeah. But then. I like like a creamy white too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. Like, like creamy a lot white, of white sweaters. Yes. Like all like a lot of white. Because also I think like there it should be sort of seasonless. Like I don't like to think about things as seasons. Right. Because I mean we sell all over the world. Yeah. And like Everyone Australia, has a different, you know, um it's climate. warm when yeah. it's cold, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are designing the next collection. Yeah, really. ageless. All right. So That's what's fun. the next what's the next step after, you know, creating kind of like an inspiration folder or whatever that is? I mean, we don't really do like mood boards. I know most designers do mood boards, but I guess we just have a wall of you know, things that are visually exciting. Oh, that's yeah. totally your mood board. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's your version of a mood board. And yeah. then we kind of like communicate like psychically, psychically. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's like, you know, like, the, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you, we, we just go and like make it into like, you know, a drawing, a CAD on, and then that's how we, you know, translate all the information to the factory, which makes a sample, but there's so many steps in between and you, you know, you have to the babysit. Prints, yeah. All the prints are always important. Or I jot on a post-it. And then, hundred percent, yeah, or like a like a little tear kid, of something that's like in her ideas, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. scribbled yeah. on a post. Yeah, but that's I still how have that. The other yeah. day, my mom was like, "Look at this lace we got! Like, we don't yeah. know what to do with it. It's so beautiful." And I looked at it, and I was like. This is what I'm thinking. I take a tiny little post-it and I like draw a little drawing of a dress. But that's how we do a lot. I mean, some things are very deep, you know, some things are very, very detailed, things that we have to send out. And that's sort of like the big challenge is like, okay, it's great to have an idea, but then how are we going to get this made? Yeah. And And you have to communicate clearly with factories and, you know. I mean, I think that's part of the creative process too is like, figuring out how things are going to get made because you have to be really creative. Like you can't just have some like dream in your head and then, you know, 
give it to someone your, else. Your or magic <laughs> wand yeah. makes it happen. Like we actually figure out like, okay, yeah. pick this color of sequin and measure this sleeve length right. and like yeah. every detail like that. But then sort of counter to that is that we do have a sample room in our studio and that's where it gets, I think, even more loose and fluid with design and right because we're able to try things and experiment and yeah because I think like the main thing about creativity is that it's not like or inspiration it's not like one thing that you think of and then that's it you're done like creativity the creative process is a constant evolution daily practice it's a daily practice i always wonder that like if other designers like have this idea and then they put it to bed and then they don't think about it It, that's impossible right i think some people work like that but well neither one of us has ever had a real job (laughs) (laughs) jessica was an intern yeah that never left that never left (laughs) thank god (laughs) i did leave and then i came back right did you yeah because my internship was over and then when Leo, Leo oh, uh, yeah. called well, me that when was she like, was moving, it was like not so very long. long. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess you had like to finish school semester. and then come back. All right. For anyone who doesn't know like anything about the process, what happens after you make a sample of something? So samples come in sometimes from overseas, from all over the world. You know, we make our wetsuits in one country and our dresses in another and some like hand beadwork or embroidery in another country. It's coming from all over the place. And sometimes it comes in and we're like, or it doesn't, what come the hell in is until this? Yeah. The day like, before the show or <laughs> that after. Happens too. Yeah. yeah or the day after. Yeah. Because we, and by the way, we're oh. doing not just clothes. We're yeah, doing swim, wetsuits, mm-hmm. accessories, yeah, shoes and yeah, everything. So we have, yeah, we have to do, we have to figure out all that stuff. Yeah. So the sample comes in and you fit it. First, we, you know, we get fit samples and then we have, you know, lengthy fittings on things. And um, and then, you know, at the same time, you're receiving swatches of the actual color or the fabric to sign off on. And then once everything's approved, then they make like a final sample and send it to you, which is, yeah. Scary. Scary. Because, yeah. Because it's just a crap shoot. Right. Days before your show or your shoot. And, you know. I mean, none of this is science, you know, none of this is like. Nothing in science, but maybe that's a good part too, because it is like malleable. Like that's why I guess I'm saying the process is a daily, you know, the mm-hmm. creative process is Well, is yeah, that's, daily. that was a good point before, because I feel like for us, it never ends. Like we're still thinking like the day, the day of the show, basically, right? We were, yeah. I mean, but, but I don't think that's like, it's not like, because we're, you know, not doing it all. It's just the nature of being creative, it like never stops. Like, I don't think you can just turn that off and be like, no, we did it. It's done. You know, it's like, it's, it's always in your mind. You're like, Oh wait, wouldn't it be better if we, if it was like this or we restyling or thinking about moving stuff around. I think it's a way to keep everything looking fresh too. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. when you, you know, we start six months in advance sometimes. And then by the time it's actually time to present something, you know, it has to be, have a freshness just to us. 
So then we may rethink something, which does create mm-hmm. way more stress. But I actually heard a good quote from Billie Jean King. Do you know who that is, the tennis player? She said, pressure is a privilege. Isn't that good? So like we're under mm-hmm. a lot of pressure to always create and be creative and do all these, you know, New things. New yeah. things, new products, how collaboration. Great is that, right? yeah. How, yeah, how great is that? That's good. Are we just <laughs> saying the same things? <laughs> repeating each other? Because that's what we do. <laughs> I love that. Maybe you guys can talk about, you know, creating a healthy relationship in the workplace, like when it comes to working with somebody in a creative sense. Well, I just do whatever Jessica wants. Yeah. <laughs> it's true (laughs) if she's like no i don't like that i'm like yeah i don't either i don't know why i ever like that no we but we do like always bounce things off of each other and like it's just like a constant it's just a constant so i mean i don't know i never feel like bad like shouldn't like my idea like it's not like that because I don't know, maybe because we've worked together for so many years, right? Mostly I'm just like, oh like, my God, that's genius. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, Jessica. Stop it. No, it's really like, yeah. it's really easy, It's fortunately. Yeah. And actually, it's not just us. Right. We have a great yeah. team. Yep. And everybody does their part. And you really have to create this like collage of creative mm-hmm. people when you know you're you're in this kind of business so you know somebody's good at this somebody's good at that somebody's good at that and you have to give each person the tools so that they can excel in their own creativity yes and i think everybody feels like they can contribute and think of things too which i think is important because i think in some companies maybe it's like not your job or you know but i think it's nice that it's it's a very creative and collaborative, collaborative and yeah, environment where everybody yeah. feels like they can contribute in even, different ways. Yeah, even Kit, yes, designing <laughs> always. No, you always yeah. have good ideas. Know, Actually, true. you styled a whole collection for us. Remember that? Yep, that was yep. that was a good one. I'm always like, just ask Kit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Happy yeah. to help. No, it's important. I think to have a like. I mean, there's and that's the, the ageless thing too, because it's oh, good yeah. to have you know somebody like different young. voices yeah. represented, and yeah. I think you guys have such a great you know diverse group of Team. people, yeah. yeah, working on all of the collection. So yeah, we're lucky. I feel very lucky. Yeah, two guys, yeah. three women, mm-hmm. four if you count me, more mm-hmm. women, two guys. It's interesting. Yeah. And everybody's so different. You know, it's not, right? Wouldn't you say? Oh, I have a question for you. If you, if you could design any product, what would it be? Well, right now at this part of my life, it would probably be something for a baby. Yeah. For money. Just because, yeah, because I have a 15th month old, so... You know, I think like it would be fun to design stuff that she would enjoy or wear or, you know, that I could see on her. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
the ideas yeah. won't be hard at all. No, yeah. She's yeah, she's a good inspiration. Yeah. Well, I always like the combination of functionality or invention. Yeah, I feel like you you always think of like use. It's more yeah, it's it's like life changing or something and I'm just like let's <laughs> just make it that pretty like or something bangle yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's you have a lot of change. inventions no I don't know like I mean we've had a yeah. I think that's part of the fun is like what are the things that what are the bloopers the wetsuit like, my mom's yeah. dream is to go on QVC with like all of her inventions <laughs> oh yeah the hands-free baby <gasps> yeah, theater that's like that. based on the beer can hat that <laughs> yeah Guys I needed wear that. At, like football games. Where but was it that a few like months a ago? <laughs> there was a, there's a lot. Wait, what else? Oh, I have a lot. I know. Don't give them all away. <laughs> <laughs> you always come up with the best, like big things, big picture things, like band aids, and you know. I mean, well, I think it's just an extension of life. You know. Yeah. It's not just about pretty clothes. It's about creating a lifestyle brand. Yeah, but it's also like not the traditional way of creating a brand. So it's not like, okay, now we're going to do handbags. Now we're going to do a fragrance. Now we're going to, you know, I think we go off the grid a little with like, you know, our roller skates with Impala or, you know, I don't know. What was that? Oh, we wanted to do camping equipment. Oh, yeah. Cool that camping would be, equipment. Wouldn't yeah. that be amazing? Soon to come. That would be mm-hmm. so fun. Like for festivals and stuff, but like right. really beautiful. Chic. Yeah. That would chic be cool. camping yeah. equipment. Yeah. Burning Man 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Burning Man is it's right before September shows. So that's my one regret in fashion. <laughs> That I'll never make it to her show. I think I'm fine. Genius, Jessica. Yeah, stay tuned. (laughs) Maybe there's one piece of creative advice that you could leave us with. Well, if you have an idea, don't take no for an answer. If if it's something you really believe in. And if you have an idea, do it now. Yeah, don't wait. Because you're not the only one having that idea. So if you think of something that you yeah, think is don't cool, wait. Yeah. don't wait. Make it happen immediately. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening.